When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. It's Dave here from Vikings First and Skull, and it's Friday, and I hope yours is going to be a great one. Welcome to Vikings Daily Opener, your daily source for all things Minnesota Vikings. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the latest news and updates from around the world of Vikings land. The news everybody is talking about is dominated by your Minnesota Vikings decision to release Dalvin Cook and the possible trade of Daniil Hunter. But before that... As of today, June 9th, 2023, the Minnesota Vikings are 93 days away from the opener. It's just around the corner. Let's look at the Vikings players that have worn number 93. And there are a couple of them that were outstanding. Over the years, a number of players have worn the number 93 for the Minnesota Vikings. The list includes some outstanding players who have made a significant impact in the team's history. One of the most notable players to wear number 93 is John Randall. Randall is a Hall of Famer and was a dominant defensive tackle for the Vikings in the 1990s. And if you all remember, he was an undrafted free agent that did it. He was a seven-time Pro Bowler, six-time All-Pro, and a member of the Hall of Fame All-1990s team. Randall is also a member of the Vikings Ring of Honor, and his impact on the team cannot be overstated. Heck, we still see him on videos promoting the Vikings, especially on Purple Fridays like today and against upcoming opponents, and the ones against the Packers are especially memorable. Another standout player to wear the number 93 is Kevin Williams. Williams spent 11 seasons with the Vikings and was one of the best defensive tackles of his era. He was a six-time Pro Bowler, a five-time All-Pro and a member of the Hall of Fame All-2000s team. Like Randall, Williams is also a member of the Vikings' Ring of Honor. Two fantastic defensive players that wore that number. Just outstanding. 
Other notable players to wear number 93 include Stalin Colinette, Darius Holland, Sheldon Richardson, and Shamar Stephan. While these players may not have achieved the same level of success as Randall or Williams, they all made important contributions to their team during their time in Minnesota. The current player to wear the number 93 for the Vikings is Patrick Jones II. Jones was drafted in 2021 and has yet to make his mark on the team, but he has the potential to be a key contributor in years to come. And that may come sooner than later if the news about Daniil Hunter comes to fruition. That takes us into the big news that everybody was talking about yesterday, the release of Dalvin Cook and the possible trade of Daniil Hunter. That brings us to our first piece written by our very own Tyler Fornis. Headline, Trading Daniil Hunter Would Be a Front Office Failure. In this, Tyler writes that the Minnesota Vikings are in a precarious situation with regards to Daniil Hunter, their talented edge rusher. While the team has both Hunter and Marcus Davenport as their starting edge rushers for the 2023 season, Hunter still needs a new contract. The team is reportedly receiving calls about trading him, but according to Tyler from the Vikings Wire, trading Hunter now would be a failure of the front office. Hunter has been a cornerstone for the Vikings defense since he joined the team in 2015. He had a great 2022 season with 10.5 sacks and 78 pressures per PFF, ranking 8th in the league. All this while learning the new Donashell system. He proved his worth by staying healthy the entire time, which is important after missing all of 2020 with a neck injury, and most of 2021 with a torn pectoral muscle. The way Hunter's contract was structured going into the offseason, the Vikings knew they needed to do something to fairly compensate him. He was due just $4.9 million in base salary with a maximum cash flow of $5.5 million, which is not nearly fair compensation for a top 10 to 15 pass rusher at the age of 28. Part of how his contract is structured is due to the significantly small contract he signed in 2018. At five years, $72 million, it was between 7 to $10 million below his market value at the time and aged even worse. The Vikings tried a, quote, Band-Aid deal with Hunter which isn't exactly the smartest way to go. The move upset Hunter, who consistently felt like he hasn't gotten market value. Of course, this is all from an outsider's perspective, but it looks like the Vikings are mishandling Hunter's contract situation in a major way. If the Vikings were to trade Hunter, they wouldn't have the ability to replace him until 2024 while making the move in March would have given him the opportunity to take a promising edge rusher in the 2023 draft 
trading Hunter now would be a failure by the front office. It raises questions about general manager's commitment to extending major commitments to a single player. Overall, it's clear the Vikings need to prioritize Hunter's contract situation if they want to keep him on the team. Failing to do so would have consequences for the team's defense and their long-term prospects. Well, I don't know about their long-term prospects, but it definitely would for their 2023 season prospects. Tyler then joined Judd Zolgad on Score North's Purple Access to discuss both Hunter and Dalvin Cook. When it comes to Daniil Hunter, Tyler basically rehashes his argument made in the first article we went over about how Daniil Hunter should have been locked up long before now, should have had his salary corrected, or at least traded before the draft so the Vikings could have done something about it. I agree with Tyler on this. This is looking like a bad, at least PR-wise, strategic move by the front office so far. It could all be good, though. Hey, who knows? Maybe in the next 20 minutes, the Vikings agree to terms with Daniil Hunter, and all is well in Vikings land. But until then, and if he gets traded, this is looking poorly on the present administration. The two then went on to discuss running back Dalvin Cook and his pending release, which will double the salary cap for the next two seasons. This move will provide the Vikings with more financial resources to build a stronger team, but it comes as a cost, as the team will have to pay $8.2 million in dead cap over the next two seasons, all of this because of his shoulder surgery and the $2 million guaranteed money Cook received for it. Now, why do you ask, how is the shoulder surgery to blame? Well, Even if the Vikings wanted to trade Cook at or before the draft, he would have had to have passed the physical, and it looks like he wouldn't have. So they held on to him. That is one possible reasoning. All of these developments were discussed on Purple Access with everyone's sports dad, Mr. Judd Zolgad. They did delved into the reasons behind Cook's release and whether it was a smart move for the Vikings and to the whole Daniil Hunter situation and whether he's going to be retained with a new contract or traded. This is all about the team making proactive steps to improve their financial situation, which will prove beneficial in the long run. However, they need to prioritize Hunter's contract right now if they want to keep him on the team, as failing to do so will also have consequences both short-term and possibly long-term. Now hopping over to the Daily Norseman, good friend Warren Ludford wrote a very detailed piece, almost 2,500 words, on the method to the Vikings' madness. Quasi and company are completing an experiment off-season moves as part of their ongoing competitive rebuild. In the piece, Warren reiterates that the Minnesota Vikings are in the midst of a competitive rebuild. 
making tough decisions about their roster, and evaluating each player individually. Despite a 13-4 and season last year, the team has moved on from several core players, such as Adam Thielen and Eric Kendricks, who have seen their performance decline and have large salary cap hits. They also are fielding trade calls for Daniil Hunter, but are still in negotiations with him about an extension. Warren advocates, or at least surmises, that the Vikings are taking a solutions-oriented approach to their roster, attempting to maximize their resources and benefits to the team, both short-term and long-term. They are considering contract extensions for Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, and TJ Hawkinson, all of whom are key players to the team. However, negotiations for these extensions may be complicated by the team's limited salary space. Overall, the Vikings are focused on improving their roster and are not necessarily in a full rebuild mode. Each decision is made on a case-by-case basis, with the team evaluating each player's performance against their salary cap hit. Think why Harrison Smith may have taken that lesser amount. The goal is to have players outperforming their salary cap hit and to use all means available to maximize the team's resources and improve the roster for this season and beyond. We are at that point in the show now where I, Dave, needs more caffeine. I'll be right back. And I'm back. And now the next story is Judd Zolgad writing for Vikings Wire, and examining why Dallin Cook is the latest Vikings veteran to be shown the door. In the piece, he writes that the Minnesota Vikings have made a decision to release running back Dalvin Cook, joining a growing list of veteran players to be let go by the team. General Manager Quasi Adolfo Mensa has expressed a desire to get younger and not pay big salaries for players who no longer perform at the level they once did. Cook's departure was expected due to his high salary cap hit, which the team deemed too far and too high. Despite Cook's talent on the field, his injury history, and the emergence of cheaper options at running back, such as Alexander Madison, led to the team's decision to let him go. Cook had played in every regular season game last season for the first time, but the Vikings found a cheaper option at running back by retaining Madison on a two-year, $7 million contract. In addition, the team has Ty Chandler, Kene Nwangwu, and seventh-round pick Dwayne McBride to compete in the running back rotation. It is worth noting that the Vikings are unlikely to ever again give a running back the type of second contract that Adrian Peterson and Cook received. This decision is in line with the current financial reality for running backs, where wear and tear the position quickly devalues them, and veterans like Ezekiel Elliott, Leonard Fournette, and Kareem Hunt are also looking for work. 
While Cook was the Vikings' top running back for the majority of the six seasons in Minnesota, the team is taking a solutions-oriented approach to their roster, attempting to maximize their resources and benefit the team in the short and long term. This means evaluating each player's performance against their salary cap hit, making tough decisions about who to keep and who to let go. In the case of Cook, his high salary cap hit and injury history made him a less viable option compared to other running backs on the roster. Overall, the Vikings are in the midst of a competitive rebuild, making tough decisions about their roster and evaluating each player individually. The goal is to have players outperforming their salary cap hit and to use all means available to maximize the team's resources and improve their roster for this season and beyond. And that last phrase definitely seems to be the theme so far of this season. Maximize it for this season and beyond. And if it makes you think of Buzz Lightyear, you should. In the closing piece of the day, Tyler Fornis scoured Twitter to see the reactions of Dalvin Cook's release. In an article he wrote called Twitter Reacts to Dalvin Cook's Pending Release. In it, he focuses on that since the Minnesota Vikings have made the decision to release running back Dalvin Cook, joining the growing list of veteran players released by the team, General Manager Kwesi Adolfo Mensa has expressed the desire to get younger and not pay big salaries for players who no longer perform like they once did. Cook's departure was expected due to his high salary cap hit, which team deemed way too high. Despite Cook's talent on the field, his injury history, and emergence of cheaper options at running back, like we discussed previously, and the team going as a whole, devaluating the play of running backs because it's becoming a passing league, this made sense. But there were some Twitter reactions to Cook's release, and they have varied, with some fans Reminiscing about his excellent career with the Vikings. We went over that yesterday. How he ranks third in rushing, etc., etc. While others have used the opportunity to discuss the failure of second contracts for running backs. Some reactions have focused on the salary cap space that the team will save with Cook's release and how it can improve the team. Others talk about how advanced metrics, his advanced metrics, just weren't good enough. All of these come into play and all can be very true. Well, folks, that's it for today's show. This has been your Vikings Daily Opener for June 9th, 2023. It's a Friday. I hope you have a great weekend. Darren and I on Two Old Bloggers will see you this weekend. And we'll bring all this up, I'm sure, once again. And if there's any updates between now and then, Vikings First and Skull will be there for you. What do we say? Skull Vikings! This has been a Vikings First and Skull production. Thanks for listening.